Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian, joining me once again my co-host, Caio Adrian. Adrian, what's good, bro? I see you uh, put your uh, mic stand on now. <laughs> yeah, after almost a year or more than a year, uh, I finally <laughs> got my, my microphone stand. Um, and yeah, I don't know how I did it without it, man. This is super comfortable. Uh, I'm glad to have it, and I'm sure that you're gonna be, you're gonna be even happier that I have it. You don't have to do that much editing on my audio anymore. It sounds a lot better now. So uh, cool, bro. Uh, and let's get right into it. Uh, you know, today there was Champions League uh, all over all over Europe. A lot of uh, a lot of results that we kind of expected. Uh, we were talking about uh, one in particular, Feyenoord and Lazio. How um, you know Feyenoord winning three one to Lazio? It's uh, Great result for them. And, uh, you know, the, the main topic of today's episode really is, uh, you know, the Mexican there at Feyenoord, Santi Jimenez, uh, scored two goals today in his debut in the Champions League for Feyenoord. And as you guys know, he was suspended for the first two games of the Champions League. So this was his debut today. And uh, he scored two goals in that 3-1 victory. Uh, that takes a tally to 15. And we're barely in October. 15 goals are Feyenoord this season so far. That is crazy impressive man um for today's topic again something we've been discussing something that's been making the reds the the redes the social uh, web a lot uh, recently um why is santi so effective for feyenoord versus for el three obviously he uh, had that moment for el three earlier in the gold cup where he uh, won it for el three right scoring the one nil uh minima diferencia against panama in the final um, but um, other than that, he's had 13 appearances this this year for El Tri, scoring only two goals against Panama and IT. Not exactly world beaters, uh, giant teams there. Um, so, what do you think is is the is causing this discrepancy in in you know in his playing between the two teams, man? Uh, let, let, I'd like to hear your opinion first on this, definitely. Yeah, this is something that I think we briefly discussed on our last episode on the six things we learned with uh, with October friendlies and La Selección Mexicana. Um, you know, he he uh, he started against Germany and he came in as a sub against Ghana. And unfortunately, on both matches, he looked very uncomfortable on the pitch. Um, and uh, it's it's that's been a question that we were trying to answer since then, even before that, even for that time, you know, <laughs> sorry, these October friendlies. We kind of noticed that he was, that he just looked off when he was playing with uh, La Selección Mexicana, and I mean I would like to say that there's there's a smoking gun for for this specific issue, but I don't think we really know what is the actual uh, reason he looks like this with Mexico. <clears throat> I like to think that you know for someone who is on the up and coming at a club level. Uh, you know, you just mentioned that he today scored two goals against Lazio in Champions League, and he's perhaps one of the most uh, sought-after talents in Europe uh, as of today. Um, it, it's just very painful to to see how he struggles with Mexico, and this is this is one of those players that Mexico needs to make essentially just ensure that he's welcome and welcome, and he's like uh, I guess partner with other players that will benefit from his, you know, abilities and talent. Um, four goals in 22 appearances. And on the last four friendlies that he has played with Mexico, he has not scored, right? 167 minutes, no goals. 
um, which is it's, it's a tough one, dude, because, you know, I think I, w- I wouldn't say that PPG uh, is a full Santi train kind of team, uh, but we are a, an advocate of Santi Jimenez being the first starter for Mexico. One of the reasons why I think this is, uh, well, he, he, he performs better at Feyenoord than, than Mexico is, I mean, I personally believe that there's more, there's better talent at Feyenoord than Mexico for once. <laughs> I'm not going to claim that I know all of the Feyenoord players, right? But I, I can, I mean, there's, you don't need to be a freaking scientist or to have a doctorate degree to know that whoever is playing with uh, Santi Jimenez at Feyenoord is better than Uriel Antuna for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's an easy one, a very quick one for me. Um, I'm not saying, please, I, I, and I want to make, I want to be very clear with PPG Nation because um, I know they're going to come at me at the comments. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, maybe El Tecatito Corona, Uriel Antuna, Ruelin Pineda, Irwin Lozano are not good players. What I'm saying is, his uh, teammates at Feyenoord are significantly better, more talented, and spend more time playing in competitive matches against other, uh, you know, I guess tougher opposition rather than Antuna playing in Liga Mekis. That's all I'm saying. That's pretty much it. Um, and I think that's that, that that shows, right? I don't think it's it's fair to compare, you know, at the the Eredivisie defensive prowess, uh, because we all know that Concacaf is not the best uh, at defending in any way. So I don't think that's a, that's a fair comparison, uh, or I don't think it really matters because, I mean, over the last four friendlies, he hasn't faced that much uh, Concacaf teams, but at the same time, like. I wouldn't say that Australia, Uzbekistan, or Ghana are, you know, references of good defenses, right? right. Um, so I don't, I don't think that would be a good, a good uh, point of comparison, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I I agree with you somewhat on what you said about the the Feyenoord players being better than three players. Well, you know, some, right? I think you were mainly focusing on the ones that played in Liga Mekis. Because I yeah. think uh, Irving Lozano, Edson Alvarez, uh, Jorge Sanchez, uh, maybe not Jorge Sanchez, but um, Johan Vasquez, uh, these guys would walk, Cesar Montes would walk onto Feyenoord's first team easily, I feel, um, and start. Um, but uh, I think I think a point that you referenced that I completely agree with you is that, um, okay, these players, they're playing better opposition than Liga Mekis week in, week out. But they're also playing with Santi week in, week out, right? Um, they're able to develop that chemistry that Santi probably doesn't have with, um, you know, Edson Alvarez, with uh, este Chucky Lozano, with Antuna, with, you know, the whole Mexican squad. Yeah. Um, also, he has a stability there that, A, that team is built around him to be successful. He's always playing as La Punta. He's always playing, you know, it doesn't matter if they play 4-3-3. I think, uh, what's his name? Um Slot Arnie Slot likes playing a four-two-three-one, and he's always, you know, obviously the number nine striker there. Um, he's always the first one on the, uh, you know, first name as the number nine striker here. He's not necessarily competing with somebody like Raúl Jiménez, um, but uh, the team is built around his success, and having him succeed is the way Feyenoord succeeds. Also, he um, 
he has this ability in managerial aspect, right? He, since he moved to uh, Feyenoord in 2022, he's only had that one coach slot. And since he's played uh, uh, for La Selección Mexicana, since I think he started back in 2021 for uh, the, the main team, um, he's had what, uh, if they, what's his name? Um, Coca. He's had uh, Tata Martino. Yeah. And now he has Jimmy Lozano. I mean, three different coaches with three different styles. Uh, you know, that, that's obviously going to play a factor in in, in, in how, how he's successful for L3. Yeah. Um, go, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm totally agreeing with you. And the, the one thing that I want to add is that none of them have committed to making him the, you know, right. the dog, exactly, the, the striker for the team, right? Not even Jimmy Lozano. Yeah, unlike Feyenoord, where he was committed right away to like, hey, we're going to build this team around you, the attacking aspect of this team about you, right? Um, and I, I know we were talking before the episode, and you mentioned. Uh, for Feyenoord, he plays week in, week out. He can afford to have a, a day off, and he won't be cast, uh, you know, uh, just a critical criticized for it, right? Um, he can because he'll be he'll play next week again, or he'll play in the Wednesday Champions League match, and he'll score. Uh, for Mexico, he plays maybe one or two games every month or every month and a half, and it's a long time between games, and it, it, you definitely feel it if like, oh, he didn't score in the October friendlies. Oh, he didn't score in the September friendlies either. Um, he hasn't scored for Mexico in two or three months, but you don't really yeah. realize that uh, those two or three months, there's three games for Mexico, right? So obviously, um, yeah. for Feyenoord, he's able to display and be, be more on display every week in, week out, and have more chances uh, to, to score in a not a league that's not really known for for their defense so i think at Feyenoord, just everything came together for him it's a win-win and he's performing amazing like you said he's one of the best uh some most sought after club, uh, items in europe right now i think this last season we'll see him in the Eredivisie. um but, yeah most um, likely yeah for but for mexico definitely i think he needs to find that stability he needs a coach that trusts him that tells him hey we're gonna go forward with you as our number nine or you know starting number nine it's up to you to to you know make the best of this this chance we're giving you, we're going to build the team around you to, you know, to lead us to success. Uh, we're going to uh, find players or, you know, have talk to players to have them, you know, find you um, up front. Cause right now I think we have a lot of uh, in Mexico, a lot of players that I want to say are selfish, but they're very individualistic players uh, that yeah. like to um, take players on um, and uh, maybe dribble too far too close to the to the six um, and literally try to walk it in. Whereas for Feyenoord, they they like you said they built it around around Santi, right? You you, uh, you see the, the chances he gets, the crosses he gets, the uh, through balls he gets. Over here is a lot of stars: Chucky Lozano, uh, Antuna, uh, Tecatito. That um, you know play. They know they can take players on, and oftentimes they uh, might hold on to the ball too long and lose that chance for something. And and on top of that, dude, like I, I just want to say, we need to chill too, right? He, as you as you mentioned, he can afford to have a bad game with Feyenoord because in the next four days he can have an amazing one, and everyone's gonna forget about it. But every single time he plays with Mexico and he's not performing at the level that everyone's expecting. Man, you will see, you know, football picante, la, la última palabra, uh, línea de cuatro, like all these guys just piling on top of him, saying like why he's not performing. He's again showing that he's not ready to to take that number one role, lead as a striker. We just need to chill, dude. I mean, he's what twenty two years old right now. He is settling in in the club uh, that he's playing right now. 
he uh, he has a huge ceiling in, in terms of potential. He most likely is going to move to a bigger team in the next year. Um, as he settles in the in the Mexican uh, team, he will become more proficient at scoring goals with Mexico. Um, he needs to really get into that you know rhythm with his other other teammates to ensure that you know he will that that he will pretty much uh, score as, as as many times as he can with uh, la camiseta de, de la selección. I just want to you know make this. I want to I want to encourage everyone to be patient with El Bebote. Uh, this is this is kind of a pivotal moment for myself in PPG because uh, I am declaring myself. I'm not declaring PPG, but I'm declaring myself a full-blown Santiago Jimenez believer, and I'm gonna defend him, dude. I'm gonna do whatever I can to make sure that you know he's successful with La Selección because I am. I, I really want him to to you know to take Mexico to the next level, and I think uh, he is perhaps the one player that can make that happen. Yeah, definitely the one player that Mexico has been missing, um, uh, a full-on, um, you know, successful number nine, right? I don't think, I think it's probably been since 2014 when Chicharito and Vela were firing really well together that uh, they didn't have a, a real, real threat up front. It, it, um, you know, obviously between then and now we've had Raul Jimenez, who's never really kicked off for Mexico either. Um, uh, Funes Mori, a lot of different other players that were tried up there up front. But, uh, you know, before that, Mexico was always known for having a solid striker, right? You had uh, Chicharito, Vela. Before that, you even had uh, Jared Borghetti. You had all these other players, prolific players, uh, Hugo Sanchez, that are just, you know, Mexico has always been known to have decent or prolific strikers. So um, let's hope Santi Jimenez can be that next, the next striker to take Mexico. Because, yeah, they're definitely – I think Mexico – under Jimmy has looked a lot livelier, has looked a lot better, has looked a lot more cohesive. And the one piece that they're really missing right now is uh, just the number nine. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I think, Put together, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I believe, I believe in Santi as well. I think he'll, he'll be that guy. Um, he's only 22. He's already had 22 appearances for Mexico under his belt. So um, he has a, a long career ahead of him for Mexico. So uh, yeah. fingers crossed. Let's just be patient, dude. Let's be patient. Yeah. Well, man, as we wrap up this this hot topic of Santi Jimenez, bro, uh, where can our listeners find us? Man, they can always find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit like button, and turn on the notifications. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. Last but not least, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Puro Pinchegol. We post stuff every now and then. Yeah, be sure to let us know in the comments uh, if you're, you know, um all on board the Santi train here. Let us know what you think of this uh, topic. Why do you think he struggles with Mexico the way he does, you know, at least in his first 22 appearances, uh, you know, is, is the team just built differently around him there versus Feyenoord? Do you agree with what we, we mentioned? Uh, let us know. We definitely like interacting with you guys there in the comments. So Adrian, bro, another good one with you, man. I'll uh, see you in the next one. Take it easy, my, fr- my friend. See you. Likewise, dude. See ya.